Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unknown Gaming Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything related to gaming and or tech, or honestly, whatever the heck I feel like on a given week. Um, this week, we're going to talk about the NASCAR Heat 5 2022 Next Gen Update. Now, one of the biggest things I'm going to point out here is it's 2023. In fact, it's about halfway through 2023. Uh, There are 12 months in a given year. We are now on month seven, halfway through month seven at the time of recording. It came out halfway through the 2022 or 2023 calendar year, which is June. So that's the, that's my first big negative. It does what it's supposed to. It adds the next-gen cars into the game. However, it tends to break the look of things. Not so much in the gameplay-wise you know, area, but more in how the drivers look. Uh, the, uh, the fire suits are a bit off. Like, the graphics are stretched, like, they don't fit on a fire suit, they're not in the proper locations, blah, blah, blah. And I know that's something I would only notice, but it's pretty obvious obvious when you go into the pre-race screen before you go into, you know, your your three sessions, practice, qualify, and race. They give you a shot of the driver and the car you're driving. But when you look at the driver, you can tell how weird those graphics look. Now, it's nothing big, it's nothing major, but that's just something that I noticed fairly quick. Um, it does what it's supposed to, but I'm, I've kind of got another question. Since they waited so long, why didn't they include any of the paint schemes for the drivers? Um, I want you to think about that. <coughs> if it was supposed to come out in 22... And they waited. They honestly didn't include. They include the primary paint schemes for every driver. That's it. They don't include, uh, you know, the the secondaries like all the all the other paint schemes for their drivers. Because multiple drivers will drivers will run multiple paint schemes in a given season. Um, and another thing, too, is they stripped the career mode down to just signing with the team, a la NASCAR 21 Ignition. Um, and, you know, that's not, you know, I don't know. It, it's weird because you can't even drive a custom car if you wanted. So let's say you were on a two-car team and you wanted to drive your own car because you can paint it, you can customize it kind of in the way that you want, but that's more of a NASCAR Heat 5 thing than a update type of thing, and I'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, they strip the uh, create a car, even though the custom car shows up in um, Quick Race and Season. It shows up in quick race and season, but it doesn't, sh- you know, you can't use it in career. That's odd. Um, but it's apropos considering the game that it's, you know, that, considering 
not the game that it's based on, but the PC game that it followed up because NASCAR Rivals only came out on Switch. I'm going to say that now. NASCAR Rivals, which uses the exact same engine as NASCAR Heat 5, has more features, more features than this 2022 season update, which they literally, uh, I don't know, but I don't know how easy it would be, but considering that they're built off of the same engine, they could literally probably have ported NASCAR Rivals to PC and released it in October and said, here you go, here's a new NASCAR game. I I don't know what their release schedule looks like at the moment for games. You know, from what I've heard, you know, I've heard rumors... I don't remember where I heard them, but I could have sworn I saw something about there might not be a new NASCAR game this year. Um, and they're missing the yearly release cycle as it is already. Yes, they had NASCAR 21 Ignition. They technically had NASCAR Rivals, but that only came out on one platform. I don't know what their agreement is off like i don't know what it is i can't tell you but the yearly releases should be on you know your typical platforms your pc your ps5 and your xbox your pc playstation and xbox and and you could include switch in there if you want um if they were to go back to using the heat, you know, the heat architecture. I don't know exactly what Heat 5 used. I think it was Unity and then something else. But if they use that same setup, they could very easily port it to Nintendo Switch. Um, that's just an opinion. It's not the worst thing I have ever seen this month. No, no, no. The worst thing I have ever seen this month is WWE 2K18 on the Switch. And I'm going to transition into that, and I'm just going to call this episode horrible. Like, uh, not horrible, but bad ports or expansions. So we'll be right back. WWE 2K18 for the Nintendo Switch. Oh boy. Playing the Xbox version to compare feels night and day. I'm going to get into it. Um, I literally could only bring myself to play like one-on-one matches because of how like it's really slow. Even the entrances are desynced. They are desynced. I showed my housemates how bad the entrances were because I was going to do, I think it was RVD versus Shawn Michaels was my match of choice. And when it got time for Rob to do his RVD chant, the crowd was desynced. 
before he even got, you know, to the point he was doing the chant, the crowd had already done the RVD thing. On top of that, the game just... I, I, I had to explain to someone the game runs poorly. It is not optimized for Switch. Static menu screens, like the, the picture depicting what mode you're going into, where it says, like, universe, my career, whatever... Those work fine. Those work fine. But the menus I noticed were just a little bit uh, touchy when it comes to performance. Um, I won't be playing my career because I know the mo- the matches they stick you in. They'll stick you in multi-man matches. And from what I've seen online... I don't want to touch those matches with a 10-foot pole. I got the game, I think, a couple years ago. Um, and it's been sitting in my, my Switch library. And I, I know I just jumped from playing the game to when I first got the game. My first impression of the game, I think I was watching The Undertaker's Entrance. Because I bought the game, I would set up a match... And I literally was watching Taker's entrance going, nope, not, nope, not playing this. And then I got into the, the match and the match was kind of stutter. Like it stutters a lot. It's slow. Um, I think I had, I don't remember if it was a tag match. I think it did a tag match. And the one, I think it, oh. It was like Dolph Ziggler and AJ Styles versus two random uh, opponents. And the AI literally just walks into the apron and they don't slide in. It's, I don't know what happened. The P, like the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation port of the game works great. I sat and played 2K18 for a couple hours yesterday and had fun. And then I like I played the Switch port the other day and I remember just going, oh, oh no. Even like my roommate was like, that just looks bad. That looks bad. And I go, oh, it is. Um... The reason the roommates got to see it is because I wanted to do a uh, switch dock mode test to see if, you know, there was any performance difference. There wasn't. I did it to figure out, you know, was there a performance difference? And I figured there wouldn't be, but my, my other roommate, Bob, he was like, oh, it might be you'd have to play it in dock mode. But then you'd think if that's the case... They would have a disclaimer to play this game. We would recommend docked mode, or they would make it, or they would make it so it wasn't playable on the uh, Switch Lite, which is handheld only. Which I don't know if it is or not. I could I couldn't tell you. I haven't looked at the store page in quite a while, but um, yeah, no, it was it was not good. I. Probably played it for a couple hours to see if see if I could get used to it. 
the controls are a little hard to get used to for me because I'm used to playing on like an Xbox controller with that layout, which is kind of like with the control scheme is kind of different from the Switch because on Xbox, A is grapple, X is punch, B is pin, and Y is your signature finisher. And then B, when you're not holding an opponent, I believe is a run. I'd have to look at the controls again. But it's it's so different because the Switch is laid out <coughs> different. Um, you know, and I, I wish I could show you guys what I mean. But um, I'm doing the audio version of uh, recording this episode so it actually goes through and gets put up. Um, so, again... Like, looking at the games objectively, if you're going to play it five years later, get the Xbox version. Um, I haven't played... Uh, I did play the Xbox version for a while because I had it on my One S and not my One... Or, I had it on my Xbox One S and not the Series S. Um... But from what I remember, the game really, like, of course, the game won't change because it's several years old. But it runs better on the Xbox One than WWE 2K20, which has very similar issues. It had a bit of a slowdown. I personally didn't enjoy 2K20. I actually, I thought it was broken. And, oh boy, like, I remember cutscenes where the opponent or the guy that was... So, in the story mo- in the universe mode, they've included cutscenes, which I think started in fully in, like, 17, 16 or 17. Or, no, not, not 16 or 17. They've been in there for a while. They've been in there probably since 14, but... They were a lot less common in 2K14. But in 2K20, your rival will come out and attack you in your entrance. And then it basically just... You can't do anything because... The rival will attack you and there's no one there. Like, even in the cutscene, there's no one there. It's broken. I played uh, WWE 2K22 on the Series S when it came out. And that game was a marked improvement. It was a great improvement to 2K18 and 2K20. For people that are wondering why I'm talking about those three games, is WWE 2K18 on the Switch and WWE 2K20 on the Xbox One S have similar issues. One is not so noticeable as the other. And it could have just been me just kind of thinking that 2K20 ran slow, but I don't know. It just seems like the game ran slower, in my opinion. Um... So yeah, it's one of those weird things that it's a weird, it's a bad port and a bad update all in one episode. And holy cow, 
it was a bad port for 2K18 because the game just doesn't run efficiently. It's not optimized. Um, I even tried going into the menus. Uh, trying to go into gameplay and fix some of that stuff so you could change like the level of detail. You can't do that on the Switch. I don't think you could do it on Xbox either, but that would have been nice. If that was a performance issue throughout development or throughout the porting process, that would have been nice to have. To say like, hey, do you want this? You know, to try and make the game more playable, I honestly wonder if console games do in include that. I don't think most of them do, but I know PC games do to try and optimize performance. Could it be one of those if for like the Switch, we'll say. The Switch, because it's really it's underpowered compared to the current generations of consoles out there. If there happens to be an issue uh, see if turning down the quality would work. Um, most Switch games work fine. I even wanted to make sure that it was just that game. So I played like uh, 3D All-Stars, and that game worked fine. Um, a lot of your Switch games will work fine. Um, but 2K18, for some reason, just doesn't. And it's odd. Because I I don't know. Like, I just kind of sat and thought about it. I'm like, I know that console games don't include, like, the graphics quality stuff. But you would think for the Switch, since it can be played in two modes, handheld and docked, there wouldn't be. Or there would be... Uh, a check of check if docked. So check to see if whatever the hardware device name is, is connected to the switch itself. If so, upscale the graphics. I would assume that that would be a fix, but I don't know if that would be the fix. Um, this is not the first wrestling game to be released on handhelds, by the way, or a hybrid console. Not so much a handheld, but it's not the first wrestling game to be released on like a, a handheld style console. People say, well, the Switch isn't handheld. It is and it isn't. It's a weird hybrid. As I said, it's a hybrid console. So... I remember, like, SmackDown vs. Raw getting a couple, like, PSP games. And I remember playing one of them, but I just don't remember much about it. Like, I didn't think it ran awfully. It actually ran pretty good for the hardware. But that, for the Switch, I'm kind of concerned, like... I'm thinking that's the reason there have been no wrestling games on the Switch is because of 
2K18's performance. And I'm sitting here going, ooh. Like, I'm glad I don't have to talk about this game again on the podcast. 2K18 on the Switch is awful. 2K18 on everything else runs great. Good job. Uh, 2K19 worked really well on the uh, the Xbox. I don't play them on PC just because the PCs that I have are not equipped to run anything past 2K17. So I will end this episode here. So see you guys later. See you guys next week. And... Uh, 